Excellence Expected, the inspirational business advice podcast. Hey, 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 it is I, your friendly neighbourhood small business fashionista. I don't know why I said fashionista, I'm really not fashionable at all, actually. In fact, you may remember one of the previous episodes, my guest Adam Farrer took the Royal Michael out of my uh, my turned up jeans, which I still do believe are fashionable. But anyway, here we are <laughs> with another episode of Excellence Expected. Thank you so much for joining me. And the issue that we're going to challenge today is something that I've personally suffered from and actually contributed to one of my earlier businesses really, really going the wrong way. And that issue is small business isolation. It's so, so easy to get bogged down with being busy, to sit behind the desk or just get our work done. And actually, things get on top of us. Things mount up. Things really, really start to cause us problems. And very often, we don't realize that they're problems until it's too late. And isolation for a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, and any small business owner can be really debilitating. And when you look at the statistics, most of the economy is run by the small business. And most of those small businesses are actually one-person businesses. So isolation is a huge, huge problem. And with me today is someone that has really mastered the art of overcoming small business isolation and now helps other people do the same. So from small business drivers, welcome to the show, Nikki Roach. How are you, Nikki? Thank you very much for having me, Mark. I'm extremely well today and I'm happy to be here. Good, good, good. Now you're in South Africa right now, aren't you? I am. I am. I'm actually South African, if you can hear it by my accent, but I've, I haven't lived in the country for 15 years. So I've taken a month off and I'm home doing a whirlwind tour of South Africa, visiting family and old friends and taking a little bit of a break. And yes, it's, um, it's good to be here. And that is overcoming isolation, if ever I've seen it. That's amazing. And Nikki, you run Small Business Drivers. It's a fantastic podcast dealing with small business. And just before we dig into the the issue at hand, just tell people listening a little bit about that because it's our audience, you know, our guys listening out there, small business fanatics. So what is small business drivers? Um, essentially, it's a website and podcast program that is designed at connecting, motivating and inspiring small business owners globally. And as you said, it was driven out of a passion of trying to make a difference and trying to bring together some of the shared learnings that small business owners could learn from. If you have a look at the statistics, I'm in Australia at the moment, and the Australian statistics, which I'm sure are the same in other countries worldwide, state that 97% of registered businesses are defined as small businesses, which means, as you said, they drive the economy, but 61% of those have no employees, which means they are basically 100% on their own. They have an isolation that they face, that their larger cousins with bigger, bigger networks and bigger staff don't face, so they don't have shared learnings. They lack the opportunity to network. They have limited mentorship, restricted growth opportunities, and no one really to bounce ideas off. So um, I have an absolute 
passion for trying to make a difference and a passion for assisting small business growth and development. And that was where the Small Business Drivers podcast series uh, originated um, in order to provide a very broad range of opportunities for small businesses, not only to educate themselves, but also to provide motivation and inspiration and also support so that they are not feeling 100% alone on this journey and they're understanding that the challenges that they face are very similar, whether a business is a micro business or a small business or even a large business. The obstacles are the same and often somebody else has experienced it before and they've found a way to overcome it. And if we all just share our, our motivations, our challenges and our, and our solutions, everybody could benefit from it. The, the isolation is such a problem and I don't know all of the time, whether we understand that it's such a problem. I look back at my own first business and I remember I got to a point where there was 60 pounds in the bank. I completely messed it up. I made a serious mess of it. And a lot of that can be attributed to the isolation. But not only that, the way that I enforced that isolation upon myself, I felt like I had to be behind the desk, you know, in quote unquote, inverted commas, working away. And I wasn't achieving anything, but I didn't know how to get out from behind that desk. Is that something that, do you think that plagues a lot of small business owners, especially these solopreneurs? Is that, is it a very common problem? Absolutely. 100%. I think one of the biggest things that solopreneurs face is that they think they have to do it all on their own. They've started this business. It was their vision. It was their idea. It's their energy that drives it. And they really believe that they have to do everything on their own. It takes a long time for people to understand that they don't have to be good at everything. They can actually outsource things. They can get virtual assistance. They can um, build a network with somebody else. They can bounce ideas of it off other people. They can get involved in a mastermind group where they can bring to the table their learnings and their expertise and skill set, and they can learn from somebody else. So yes, absolutely 100%. The isolation is one of the key drivers of lack of success and for, for the reasons I spoke about, but also when you're feeling down, when you're feeling overwhelmed and when you're feeling that you've hit that first obstacle and you just don't know how you're going to overcome it, to try and get out of it on your own is sometimes quite hard. And if you just have somebody else who's done it or somebody else that's experienced what you've experienced, it just gives you that will to push over that next obstacle get to the next place where you are further along the road than you were before. Why do you think so many of us don't recognize that the isolation is a problem? You know, we might attribute it to, I don't know, terrible cash flow or something else going wrong in our business, but actually the isolation can be a massive part of that. Why do you think we don't recognize it as being a problem until it's often too late? I, I think we just get busy being busy and we have a plan. You know, we've read the books, we've um, we've done the learnings, we've listened to the podcasts, so we've defined our vision and we have our plan and we know where we're going and we, we're just going to keep going along that plan all the way along the way without realizing that sometimes you need to take a step back and you need to just review. And sometimes that requires a little bit of perspective. And when you, when you down doing the day to day of every step of it, you don't always have that perspective. And, you know, I have a, a great 
analogy that I always use. And, you know, if somebody had to set sail from um, Brisbane to Los Angeles, they would look at the prevailing winds and they would map the charts and they would look at the currents and the size of the boat and the distance that they had to travel and they would plot, you know, would they chart a course. Um, but if they just followed that course exactly, they would never, ever, ever hit Los Angeles because the winds change. They have to readjust the sails. They need to take into account obstacles that are in the way that weren't there before. And business is exactly the same. Sometimes we need to just take a step back, see what's changed, look at the prevailing winds. It doesn't mean that the, the, the vision that we have is not the correct vision. But when you're down and you're living it and you're actioning in it and you're doing it on a daily basis, you tend to beat yourself up about it and, and not necessarily understand that what you're going through is completely and absolutely normal. There is nobody who ever sets sail from Brisbane and lands up in Los Angeles without adjusting. So why we would expect it to be any different in business, I don't understand. One of the biggest things that most of us worry about is the perception of failure if we shift that course. You know, if we if we course correct, at the end of the day, as a business owner and as an entrepreneur and a solopreneur, our job very often is to steer, is to knock things just back on course. And yet we worry about it so much, don't we? Is, is that, do you think that's a maybe an insecurity thing or is it an ego thing? What do you think drives that? I think it's a bit of an ego thing. You, You've got, got to have a little bit of a self-confidence and, and ego is not a bad thing. It's self-belief and self-confidence. Um, and I think people think if they adjust things that they were wrong in the first place. So it's a, it's a mindset education, really. People need to understand that adjusting the sales is expected. It's not something that is unexpected. So if I think it's people need to learn to not be so hard on themselves. They need to focus on daily wins. They need to remind themselves consciously of the things that they have achieved. You know, the, the human brain is an interesting thing. We tend to focus on those things we didn't achieve rather than on those things we did achieve. And if we actually just took a conscious moment in every day, just to tick off the things on our list mentally that we have achieved and how far we've moved forward, the failures seem less significant. And I don't even want to call them failures because they, they are natural things that need to happen in order for a project to move forward. You cannot possibly have the plan mapped out 100%. And all of the things that you try and they don't work, they get you one step close to the thing that you try and it does work. And so I think it's just a, a mindset adjustment that people need to go through um, on one part. And the other part is understanding again that they are not the only person in the entire world that has not achieved every single thing that is on their action list or on their plan. It is absolutely something that is experienced in every single business or project, no matter what the size is. And, you know, you, you said a, a, a phrase there which really resonated with me, which is they are not the only one. Because very often what you find is that no matter the negative circumstance, no matter the stresses, the pressures that are mounting up upon you, when you are in business, you very often assume that no one else gets it. You very often assume that, well, I'm the only one that can deal with this and I'm the only one that understands the pressure and so on and so forth. And it's that, again, back to the isolation point you just box yourself off even more with that mindset, don't you? I think yes, but also, again, it's consciously associating with people that support your vision or people that can assist you in driving the project forward. And by that, I don't mean 
change your family or change your circle of friends. If It just means sitting down and saying, who do I need to surround myself with in order to assist me moving this project forward? And who do I need to to look for who has achieved something further along the road that I can learn from, that I can grow this project from. So, so yes, sometimes it's a little bit about ensuring that the people that are influencing your business choice and your business mindset and your mindset, which affects success, are the right people that are in your life at that moment in time. Let's just pick up on the thread of, of the isolation then. So the let's let's look at both sides of the coin if if we number one don't address this what are the negative impacts that it can have but then spinning it more positively when we do come to the realization that we can overcome this isolation what are the instant benefits of of overcoming that what what are the negatives what are the positives to that kind of that kind of coin i'm interested in just framing those together because it's really difficult to see it for what it is sometimes do you know what? One of the drivers of business success is networking because life and business are team sports. So the very definition of the fact that more than two thirds of businesses have less than five employees means that they are not networking, which means that they are not playing a team sport. So one of the key drivers of business success is therefore missing. So the direct impact of being so isolated for me, is a greater chance of you not achieving the vision that you've set for yourself. And I don't think that there is only one driver of business success. There are there are many more than that, you know, resources, education, health, you know, um, the correct attitude, all of those are drivers. But isolation is a, is a crucial, crucial one that if it's lacking, you are significantly negatively impacting your chance for success. So, and it's an easy one to, to change. I, I live up on the Sunshine Coast in, in Australia. And for those of you that know where it is, it's about 120 kilometers north of Brisbane. It's not a major metropolitan area. Um, and I live upstairs in my house and I go downstairs into my office and it can be quite isolating. So it's a conscious decision to network on a business level with people that can inspire, grow, motivate, and teach me and help me move further along this journey. And there's an instant reward for that is the people that you associate with ask different questions. They see your business from a different perspective. They have different ideas. Not all of them are necessarily correct, but they might spark something in your thought, in your thought process that you hadn't thought of before. So by building a network of people that you just talk to or you interact with or you bounce ideas off can significantly change the course of the business direction. So for me, it's a, it's a no-brainer. It really is as well. I mean, when you think about all of the good that comes from just a conversation, you, you very often, it's like on a dark night, you know, when you go to bed with an issue on your mind, you stay up all night and things are really difficult and everything is so much worse when you're on your own and it's dark and so on and so forth. The minute you wake up and you talk to someone about it, the old adage, you know, a problem shared is a problem halved, that really does start to come into play. For and sure. It, it can be so therapeutic, can't uh, it, it, to just get out there. Yeah, and people see things different different ways, you know. Mark, there's the way you see something might not be the way that I see something. And 
you might say something that I really had not thought of before or, or have a solution to a problem that is so simple that I had overcomplicated. So, you, you know, for me, and, and, and sometimes just getting out of the isolation is a, is an something is an action. It's a task. It's something that you put on your to-do list. Maybe it's something as big as get on an airplane, set five appointments with five people that inspire me and have an agenda for each one of those five people and just see where that where the conversation leads you. If the worst thing that can happen is you come home with a different set of ideas or a different set of perspectives, but the best thing that can happen is your business gets lifted up one step and a little bit closer to that vision. That's a really really good idea and it takes the takes the confidence to be able to do something like that. But actually the first time you do it and you reap the benefits and the rewards of not even gaining business, but just interacting and actually giving value to someone else as well. That becomes such a driver for the next time you do it and so on and so forth. And before you know it, you've created a brand new habit. You've, you've actually formed something else. And that's. And I don't think you realize, yeah, sorry to interrupt. I don't think you realize how much expertise you actually have inside of yourself. Because I think a lot of solopreneurs also through the isolation, they actually minimize their own expertise. They are, I'm not ready, or I haven't um, learned enough yet, or I'm not big enough yet. When in actual fact, they are experts in something already because they've chosen to make a core business out of that. And they're an expert in something that somebody else isn't. And people need to be reminded of that. And there's nothing more inspiring than when you get out there and you talk to people and you have positive feedback and you have somebody saying to you, oh my goodness, I've just learned something from you. Thank you for sharing that with me, that you realize that you actually are an expert and it builds self-confidence and self-confidence on its own. When you take that back into your solopreneur journey, builds a better opportunity for success. It's completely mind-blowing when you, when, as an example, when you when you first create, for example, a lead magnet on your website and someone compliments on you on you on something that you've created yourself in your spare time it completely blows your mind it changes the way that you think about yourself because it does it, it really is mind-blowing isn't it and i think that that validation of the idea one of the just to go back to when the, the sort of business that we had a long time ago and you know really really made a few mistakes with that because of isolation and you know, when I when I think back to that and getting out of that state and moving into networking and talking to people, the validation that we got from people that was just, yeah, that's just a really good idea. You know, just one comment, just one nice nudge in the right direction, it changes your entire perception. And that can be such a make or break for business, can't it? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I mean, that on its own actually helps you feel better. And I know I keep going on about the attitude and the mindset, but it is one of the foundations of business success because obviously you've got to have a business idea and a, and a plan and the resources, but without the belief and the passion and the confidence and the patience and the tenacity, you you will not succeed. And you cannot push through any of those without a little bit of self-confidence and self-belief. And if you are completely isolated, you are eroding that self-confidence and self-belief by default. I completely believe that that attitude and mindset is one of the one of the biggest factors in success. I think it, the the attitude very specifically that you know having the open mind. I always say that open mind attracts opportunity because the minute you turn your mind onto just 
just exploring things just a little further than perhaps you would have done previously, the opportunity that comes your way becomes insurmountable. You, you, you can't you can't quantify it. It becomes crazy because everywhere you look, there's opportunity. And when you are looking inward, when you are focused so much on yourself and perhaps the problems that you've got, you just don't see anything genuinely. You just see things with this negative tinge. And the minute that you step outside of that, even just for one minute, it can change your entire outlook on things. And, you know, I've seen businesses around me, and I'm sure you've seen the same thing that have been turned around just by someone saying, listen, come on, get up. We're going to go out for lunch and we're going to just, we're going to spend a bit of time or even just go and have a half day off, go spend it with the family. And do you think the isolation side of things contributes to this negative work-life balance that so many entrepreneurs tend to suffer from? I think it does. You know, you get into your office, you've got to be working hard in order to achieve the the vision that you've created. There's nobody telling you, hey, come on, let's go for a walk. Or there's nobody saying, we're going to lunch, come, let's go out and do that. You feel if you walk out of your office that you're not committed to the journey. So yes, it's a little bit about creating a mental balance. It's a mental balance. And you need somebody else to help create that for you. And it's not your partner often. Often your partner is not the right person. And it's a lot about educating yourself on what you, is required for you to achieve your own success. And I don't believe that you have to be killing yourself. And you do need to work really hard. And let me tell you, no business develops itself Without the input, you need to be patient, you need to put in the work, you need to be consistent, you need to be present every day, you need to show up every day, you need to action every day, but you don't have to give up your life and you don't have to give up your family or anything else in order to achieve that. But but I think a lot of the characteristics of, of entrepreneurs or solopreneurs do believe that they do need to do that. And I know that I've certainly had that too. And I'm, I'm trying not to open a whole new big topic, but it is also a lot about your financial blueprint and about what you believe you need to do in order to achieve success. And a lot of people think that hard work and success go together in the same um, sentence. And by hard work, I mean long, dreary hours. Doesn't necessarily need to be that. So the isolation creates a lack of perspective. And if you get other people in your life, you regain that perspective. And if those people don't help you regain that perspective, then change the people that you're associating with and get a bunch of people that are successful, inspiring, and that are prepared to add value back. That is a fantastic, that's a, that's a tweetable right there, folks. We'll get that one in the <laughs> show notes. That's amazing. And that's a really good place to shift gear, actually, Nikki. So obviously you know about the famous, or should I say now becoming famous, actionable takeaway section of the show. And this is where we empower people to actually take action and improve themselves or their, their surroundings, their environments by taking three specific steps. And I know you spent some time putting together three actionable takeaways for the listeners today. So if we may, let's dig into actionable tip number one, please. Sure. And I actually found it quite difficult to just get down to three because <laughs> there are so many varying things that are the definition of success. And 
But for me, actionable tip number one obviously is about the vision. You have to have the vision. And I believe that the dream needs to be a big dream. If you make a small dream, then you achieve a small dream. If you make a big dream, you've got a better chance of achieving it than, than anybody else. But you also need to define that dream. And for me, I again use the analogy of for example, building a house. You wouldn't build a house without some idea of what it would look like and how many rooms it's going to have and what the exterior looks like. And you'd have some plan and project to get you there. But for some reason, when we're building our life or when we're building our business, which are the biggest things that help us achieve personal success and family success and, and all the things that, that we want to achieve in life, we don't define the vision of where we are looking. So I, for me, actionable tip number one is dream big, but define that dream. I think that's so valuable. The definition around that is important. It's something that I try and work on very, very clearly trying to define, especially when I'm making decisions. You know, if I've defined something and if we've all defined where we want to be, suddenly the decisions that you're faced with become much easier to decide upon because you can see well, whether sure. it fits into that broad plan or not. So I think that is such such a powerful piece of advice. Thank you for that. And let's just shift into actionable tip number two, please. Okay. So don't be scared to share and therefore ultimately learn from others. And on the shared part, I'd like to just read a quote because there's an extract from an article that was written by Amy Anderson, which appeared in, in Forbes. And she wrote a piece that really resonated with me. And she said, too often, People overcomplicate things in business in an attempt to display their intelligence, when in reality, they end up pushing people away and ultimately losing credibility. They come off as an elitist rather than as a team player. Truly intelligent people are not afraid to share their knowledge because they don't view other people gaining knowledge as a threat to their own. Rather, they take pleasure in sharing and teaching others, and as a result, they become builders of people and they contribute tremendously to the company's overall success. So for me, that said it all is just become somebody that shares your knowledge and shares your, your skill set and the things that you know, your areas of expertise. And if you do that, you will also find that you learn along the journey because you will be surrounded by people. You will be ultimately building a network um, you'll be surrounded by people that are further along the journey on a specific point that you may be working on, and you may be finding a mentor that will help you grow along that journey. So there is so much benefit from just sitting down and seeing how you can add value and how you can share your knowledge with other people. So that's my actionable tip number two. Superb. That's a fantastic one. And the third and final actionable tip. Third one is just bridge that knowledge gap one brick at a time. And as a solopreneur or an entrepreneur, you're not going to know everything when you first start. Do not be overwhelmed by it. Sit down. Don't move away from the idea just because you don't know how to do it. And Richard Branson said, if someone offers you an opportunity and you're not sure you can do it, say yes, and then learn how to do it later. And for me, that's the ultimate. That is how I have gone about my career entirely from day one. <laughs> yeah, of course we can sort that. And then you do, you learn. But that is, I like to spin that one around into that open mind attracts opportunity kind of mindset because how do you know what you can do if you put a ceiling on yourself? It's very often a false ceiling. And For sure. That is so important. Nikki, those have been three fantastic actionable tips for people listening out there. And guys, you know, we all struggle with this isolation and it does hinder us. It does put 
this obstacle in front of all of us and we can overcome that. So really take those pieces of advice to heart. They are really, really important. And Nikki, just before we stick a pin in this, where is the best place for people to connect with you online, please? My website, which is www.smallbusinessdrivers.com. Super stuff. Check it out. And guys, we'll get everything in the show notes as ever. We'll pop everything over on the website. So don't worry about missing a link. We'll uh, we'll get that over there, over on the site for you. Nikki, thank you so much for doing this. It's been a real, real pleasure. Mark, thank you very much for having me today. It's been a fantastic experience on my side too. It's always fun. Thank you so much. And guys, as I mentioned, everything that Nikki and I have spoken about today will be available in the show notes at excellence expected.com or if you're on one of these fancy iPhones that are all the rage these days just hit your screen right now and the show notes will flash up and you'll get all the links in there as well now before we sign off remember that over on excellence-expected.com there's a pile of free resources all of these are free there's a ton of brand new blog posts I'm putting out content every single day over on Periscope on Blab over at the website We've got free ebooks, we've got Twitter ebooks, we've got free getting started with Periscope and Blab infographics. It's a whole host of resources for you. So check it out. It's getting bigger and it's getting better. Excellence-expected.com. And thank you so much for spending this 30 with myself and Nikki. And until next time, don't forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel. Bye for now, folks.